from the Salvation Army National Headquarters, this is the Fight for Good podcast. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Fight for Good podcast. I'm your host, Lieutenant Colonel Tim Foley, broadcasting from my office here at National Headquarters in Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah, we're still under the COVID restrictions, and most of our crew uh, for the Program and Publications Department is working remotely. However, yours truly is safely nestled in my lovely office here. And I am so excited that we have the opportunity to talk about the August issue, August 2020, the issue of the war cry with my good friend, our editorial director, Mr. Jeff McDonald. Greetings, Colonel Foley. So good to be with you. You know, we appreciate your leadership uh, through these uh these days and your uh, commitment to our work? Well, it's it's an interesting time to navigate uh, uh, through uh, lots of uncertainty and things that seem to be changing on a dime. But you guys, uh, I mean, I can't be more proud uh, of a group of people that I've ever worked with than what's happening with our war cry team. Issue after issue, uh, just kind of steady, steady as she goes with all of it. So it's it's easy to to lead a group of people that uh, give me inspiration and and uh, great to work with. It's also great to work with our producer of the Fight for Good podcast, Elizabeth. Good morning. Good morning. And you are super duper today. I hope I am so super swell. It's fantastic. And the the exciting thing. Uh, as the Fight for Good podcast is growing, we're able to uh, identify different authors, even actors, uh, special people in the Salvation Army uh, world that uh, that we're bringing on. Um, so down the road, there's a, a lot. There's a lot of good uh, good fodder, as they would say, in the in the storehouse, and and you've got a lot to work with. Oh, there's such great stuff coming up. Oh my gosh. Listeners, stay tuned for the most epic interviews you have ever heard on the Piper Good podcast. And it and it's this one, right? Right? It's totally this one right now. <laughs> <laughs> we can only go down from here. Who are some of the people that you're excited about that we've already interviewed that will be kind of coming up? We could we could already do a little sneak peek here. Okay. I am most excited for the one and only Carlos and Alexa Penavega. Which Jeff is just all over that. He's all over that couple. Yeah. No, I know you guys are. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, the memories it brings back is just the, remarkable. Mm-hmm. But The uh, memories. Yeah. What, I have what, great what, memories. What, now, you can you can tell our listeners, who who are they? Who are they? So, Carlos is a member of the award-winning group Big Time Rush. Also had the TV show on Nickelodeon, Big Time Rush also in big time movie. <laughs> so that's Carlos. And we know Alexa from Spy Kids yeah. and the hit tween movie Sleepover, really setting the standard for what every girl wanted a slumber party to be like. So if you're somebody the age of <laughs> Jeff and myself, mm-hmm. yep. we will recall that those were shows that our kids enjoyed. 
Yes. yes exactly. Right? Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. your kids kind of grew up watching Nickelodeon and one of my kids was actually on a Disney Channel show for 4 years. So, I kind of aware of that time frame. So, I'm really excited about that that uh yeah, and and you were but we have other people and we're making more inroads and we're trying to be intentional about broadening uh our our articles uh, that are in and our influencers and our actors and authors and other people as we go down the road. So we're very excited, but we thank you, Elizabeth, for uh, pulling that all together. Today's episode where we, we like to do an episode, if you're a new listener, we like to do an episode uh, that features this month's uh, issue of the war cry. And you can imagine, obviously oh, the war cry does not come to us in some sort of vacuum prepackaged sort of thing. Each each issue uh, starts about 60 to 90 days in advance. We have themes that we work off of, and we're always looking for material to kind of populate. Um, and that's one of uh, Jeff McDonald's jobs is to just kind of work with his crew on laying things out. So it's always interesting when we come to the time when we're kind of reviewing the current month's issue of the War Cry, you know, at this particular time right now, we are about ready to put, I call it put to bed, the September issue and the Christmas War Cry of 2020. So for us to kind of kind of go back and go, oh yeah, we, we did an issue of August. We have to kind of, um, we kind of have to renew our, our mindset a little bit. And Jeff, there were some, there were some great things, uh, in this issue that, that just kind of popped out in, uh, I, I'm just going to toss the the ball to you here. So you could tell our, our listeners a little, little about some things to kind of look for that are special. Definitely. And, um, you know, we're just trying to be, there's so much that the army speaks to into in this culture. We just, you know, laid it at the Lord's feet and hope that the words that we convey, the images, et cetera, the podcasts, they hit home with people and God can use that material to inspire them. Um, this August issue is a case in point in that, you know, one of our themes we focused on was, you know, the question of uh, what is God's will? Um now, that might not be pertinent to everyone, but it is a question, certainly at this time in our lives, when there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, there's a quote from the Bible study in the August issue that says, God has not spun creation into motion and then walked away. I think the uh, material in this issue reinforces that. Um, it, we do feature the women's ministries in the Army on the cover, <clears throat> which is a topic of women's ministries reimagined. But, you know, Colonel, it's a distinction of the Army, uh, of the involvement of women in the ministry, and also how the uh, Army works with women around the world, whether it be through, uh, you know, local organizations in cores in the USA, or through microcredit programs in places like India, where they're helping women and groups of women become self-sufficient uh, using crafts. So, it just it just a, 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 a facet of the Salvation Army that I think's important, of course. Well, I you know the, I think the thing uh, that's been interesting for me with you know I'm in my 39th year of uh, being you know ordained as a Salvation Army officer. One of the things I'm most proud about is the uh, the fact that we we settled the issue of 
ordaining women uh, in our in our inception. Uh, the booths were truly visionaries, and you know, stepping forward uh, in a time that was not necessarily uh, uh, very uh, opportunist for for women. Um, women have had uh, a challenge in the Salvation Army. It hasn't always been easy. Uh, there's a lot of discussion these days about giving uh, women opportunities uh, for serving in positions that traditionally have been uh, reviewed uh, that that have been kind of reserved for for man. You know, myself, I'm I'm extremely proud of my own wife, who ref- you know she never wants to blow her own own horn, but uh, as a married woman officer, to kind of sit in the number three chair here at national headquarters. Uh, as as our CFO, National Treasurer, and Secretary of Business Administration, you know, I've watched her over the years just work very hard and very steady uh, in in those kind of roles. At the same time, when we were core officers, we poured our heart into women's ministries. And I know as a young single lieutenant uh, for a couple of years, uh, the Home League, uh, was the highlight of my week uh, in in the first corps that I was in in charge of. Jeff, I I really like this feature. I love this cover. Um, people need to know that this 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 cover picture is something that we wanted to run. I think it was back in uh, if if my memory serves me right. We wanted to run it in May. Was that right? Yeah, right. We yep. to do it. That's correct. Yeah. And so all the COVID thing kind of bumped us, bumped this cover down, but it's just a delightful, uh, joyful picture. And I, and I hope people could do it. And there's something in the article itself, which comes from Commissioner Rosalie Petal, the, uh, uh, the wife of, of General Petal, but also the world president of women's ministries. She said the breath and reach of women's ministries is limited only by our vision and our willingness to step out in faith to make a difference in the lives of women and girls today. And so I think all of us can be proud of what the Salvation Army is doing. I hope all of us men as well step up uh, to the plate, give our wives opportunities, those of us that are married women uh, married officers uh, uh, to, you know, sometimes it, Jeff, it means I have to step out of the way and allow her, my wife to kind of soar in some of the strengths in her gift set. Um, but uh, we, we all can be proud of the fact that the Salvation Army really has uh, a prominent place for women in our early beginnings and today uh, to, to do ministry. There's a, several topics in this issue that you know we have to mention. It, it was, it's great to be able to focus on the um, work of the adult rehabilitation centers the Army runs throughout the country in, in helping people recover from addiction. Um, the article, we do have a profile of, a, of an individual who was helped through the program, but it, that article states every day in America, more than 6,500 people are hospitalized from drug or alcohol overdoses. We also have an article discussing the problem of addiction and why it is so baffling and, and um, what would you say, and difficult to overcome. And, you know, I re- my, my hat's off to those people in the ARC ministry who deal with that gritty reality, helping people come out of addiction and, uh, and coming alongside them through that fight, because it is a fight. And it's easy to fall back, and um, 
it's just a special ministry the Army runs. So we're glad to have that in this issue. Well, the the, the ministry of the Salvation Army with uh, getting people um, right again, not only uh, with their relationship with God, but getting their bodies right, their minds right, establishing their, their right relationships uh, with their families again, um, all the brokenness that we see in the world. Uh, you know, it's, it's not... Um, a drug and alcohol addiction is is not glamorous. It's it's not like the commercials kind of would lay it out. You know how easy it is to just kind of have a beer or a glass of whiskey and things just kind of go on. We have seen firsthand the devastation of what alcohol and what all the variety of drugs do to people and the ripple effect that that has. You know, Jeff, one of the things I've been very proud about with the ARC ministry in recent days is during the COVID era. You, I think you're aware of this but our listeners may not be, we did not uh, close our our ARC programs across the country. Uh, there was a great sacrifice there with that financially uh, because our the ARCs are funded solely through uh, the donations of, you know, in-kind gifts you know, that are sold through thrift stores. And across the country for several months, uh, our ARCs were hampered by the fact that they could not open their thrift stores and generate the revenue. But the the ARC administrators and their staffs came up with creative ways to keep uh, men and women engaged, keep them focused on their, their road to recovery. Uh, and we, you know, that's, again, that's kind of a sidebar. I think, uh, again, something that we all should be extremely proud about. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about the impact of technology. People can go to satruck.org and find donation options there wherever they live in the in the states and other options. We're we're excited to see a couple of weeks ago here in, in the local DC news the media was covering the fact that the Salvation Army the donations to the local Salvation Army in uh, Arlington was causing traffic jams. <laughs> I think it was it was like the traffic people were wanting to, you know, bring their stuff in and it was backed up uh, onto the freeway and it's kind of interesting. So great, and uh, you, you've got a you got a couple of big um, article on on addiction. Um, talking a whisper or scream louder. Uh, with, correct, correct, out. yeah, by a one who's a recovering alcoholic who now counsels people in, in that you know to rec- in recovery, um, and he yeah outlines you know that the problem is a disease, and people are not to be blamed, but. They need to get over the hurdle of uh, admitting the problem and, and facing it. So that's a powerful article also. Um, also, you know, we do have a practical issue uh, article in this one by Bob Hosteller, a frequent contributor to the Warcry, who we will, we will be featuring on a future podcast. And he, he writes about how to hear from God, you know, talking about thinking about God's will and um so often people wonder what directions they should take in their life and if God really does care about them. And, you know, how do you go about even knowing that there is, is that possibility? And he's off his very practical steps. Yeah. I appreciate uh, the fact that Bob Hostetler is um, contributing um, a few articles in the past and in in the future. I I love this article that he's written on how to hear from God. I mean, a lot of people want to, you know, they, they want to hear from God and direct and, 
You know, I've always, Jeff, I've always been afraid of hearing an audible voice from God because <laughs> I think if I ever do, I will just turn into a instant puddle of goo, you know. <laughs> but what I like about Bob's article here is he's 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 basically got seven great uh, stepping points, and I, I think this is a this is really good Bible study material right here. So, uh, yeah, I would encourage our readers to maybe pull this one out and uh, and save it for the future. Yeah, you know, Colonel, also, I appreciate, you know, your emphasis on uh, getting new voices into the magazine, into our work. Um, and, you know, there's so many passionate voices out there doing good work in the Army. And externally, you know, for, with people who respect what the Army stands for. So, and one of the example of that is the millennial content that you've uh, had included in, in the issues. Um, and this August issue, we feature Paige Taylor. And her, she deals with avoiding peer pressure. And uh, he she talks about how she, you know, went through the party scene and had to decipher, you know, what her path was and not listen to all the voices around her, possibly getting her off track. Well, we, we you know, we've been intentional. And I think uh, uh, our regular readers of the work cry will have seen that there's there's a, a little bit of a different flair and flow to things, and and part of that is just the fact that a magazine has to recreate itself, and we have to develop uh, new writers and authors. Also, I mean, we do have a millennial, um, uh, a young lieutenant, uh, Stephanie, uh, P- uh, P- Stephanie Pavlakis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I always stumble on her name. She was uh, she was one of my students uh, when I was uh, teaching at the training college. I I kind of encouraged her to submit some stuff, and I love this poem. It's great uh, uh, on everyday communion that she wrote is explaining koinonia. So we we, we want to make sure it's it's not it's it's more it's kind of like spoken word, isn't it? It's not necessarily like poetry in traditional format. That's true. And we included it because, uh, you know, we're focusing on what is God's will. Of course, God's will in the end is to point to Jesus as Savior. But uh, she talks about, you know, her poem communicates how the army interprets God's will and its acts and its work and the fact that the army considers everyday life to be sacred. So she refers to, you know, having coffee with the people at the core or with family and, 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 and using those moments as as signs of God's presence. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting uh, t- take for us. And that's another new voice that we've been able to include. But again, there's so many voices, so many stories out there in the Army. We just love to cover, the, cover them, and we look forward to hearing from more. Another example of that is the influencer. Uh, and this one is with um, Terry. He's a, is he a captain? Yeah, Captain uh, Terry. I know he. Uh, yeah, he's still a captain, I think. Captain uh, Terry Masango. Yeah, With Terry Masango. He's featured. You know, his he has some great answers about what the army is about, and what he's about, um, and why he's so passionate about his work. But he has an interesting quote. He says, "The biggest threat, and maybe he means possibility, that the army faces is proclaiming the message of God without sounding exclusive and bigoted." And on that subject, of course, in these racially tense times, we've included the Army's position statement on racism in this issue, um, which, and we've also included on the back cover a poem by uh, 
uh, former general John Gowans, who uh, records, who writes, um, the black, the white, the dark, the fair, your color will not matter there. They'll come from the east, they'll come from the west, and sit down in the kingdom of God. And what, that's one of the beauties of the army, Colonel. It crosses boundaries, ethnic, cultural, social, economic, not just in the U.S., but around the world. We are a very diverse organization. You know, we, we have our 11 cardinal doctrines that are uniform uh, across. We're one of the few denominations that has this kind of real solid international core set of beliefs that stay together. And, and then how the, the Ministry of the Salvation Army uh, operates and, and functions uh, within that, the span of 132 countries, I think it is right now, is just phenomenal. And it's, it's, it's just amazing. I, I think, Jeff, also the thing I think we need to keep our readers and our listeners of the podcast in mind is that we're, we're here telling the story of the Salvation Army. Our, our purpose, uh, really, of our magazine, as we put now, uh, put it pretty plainly, uh, on the on the front cover were the official magazine of the Salvation Army in the United States, fighting for good. So we're, we want to cover a variety of topics. Uh, you know, at times I know people may say, "Well, you're not you're not you know being progressive enough or whatever." But you know, like I like to say, Jeff, we're not sojourners. We're 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 not going to run down a lot of different rabbit holes on on different issues. We're we're kind of a centrist. Um, but we will speak truth into uh, some of the things that the issues of the day that kind of come up. And sometimes it may ra- rub our readers the wrong way that we may not go far enough or that we go too far. So I know that that you've been at this for a while. So there's a there's an interesting balancing act when it when it comes to uh, how we kind of lay out content and in, in, in our approach. Hmm. Yeah, that's one thing the the army, you know, really I think identifies with the common ground in our culture, and we don't want to take sides or be uh, div- divisive or you know argumentative in our approach, but really to focus on those things that we have in common. I think on the back cover, uh, just a little bit of of a, kind of a side note on on this was uh, uh, General Gowans wrote this. These lyrics is part of uh, a play, a musical. Uh, General Gowans and General Larson wrote several musicals in the Salvation Army during their their tenure. This comes from the play Blood of the Lamb, which was debuted in 1980 at uh, a national uh, congress, and it was exciting. I was I was uh, a candidate uh, at the time, and and uh, as you know, my love for theater. I, I, I got to be in the debut uh, production of this. So Elizabeth, you asked earlier that, you know, off, off, my, off, off mic, you know, maybe you could sing for us. Well, here's my <laughs> opportunity, you Woo-hoo! know, no, <laughs> Let's do it. No. but you know, I, I, and having had a general uh, Gowans as, as uh, my divisional commander when I was a young Lieutenant, uh, knowing what his heart was and how passionate he was for making sure that that the Salvation Army, you know, really uh, understands and 
understands what the kingdom of God is and how the kingdom of God really needs to uh, be inclusive and where we need to sit down as brothers and sisters and 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 hash out these things. So I'm I'm glad that we're committed to these things and we'll, uh, these issues, the race issue. Uh, and there's there's other issues uh, down the road uh, for us to continue to wrestle with, and so we thank uh, we thank God for our listeners and our readers, and we also thank God for our contributors. And we want to uh, give voice to new authors. We want to give people opportunity, and we are doing that. It may not be in the printed magazine, but certainly, I know Elizabeth, you're hard at work at always looking for content for our our webpage, www.thewarcry.org. Yeah. So we, we want to, if you're listening there and you're thinking, you know what, I, I think I want to write something, you know, we'll just send it our way. And uh, we have a mechanism for you to do it. Doesn't mean that we're going to always uh, print everything that we get, right, Jeff? I mean, sometimes we get some interesting things that well, yeah. are, are just kind of not fit to print. Also, we don't want people offended if we're if we don't put put their stuff in right away or if we have to send it back and say, you know, rework it because the listeners and readers need to know, Jeff, you do that. You do that. You do that to me constantly. Rework this colonel. This is pure garbage. What are you submitting here? One day it's going to be so clean. (laughs) We won't have to do a thing. And then what do we do? (laughs) Then what do we do? Is there any, uh, anything else in this particular issue that our listeners and readers should uh, yeah, there's just so much. There's just so much. But another example of a, a contributor that, you know, a new voice in the publication is Mr. Philip Supek, Hospitality Ministry Director for the Ray and Jock Joan Crock Core Community Center in Philadelphia. He writes about, you know, going out during this COVID epidemic and, and, and distributing food in North Philadelphia. And he went into this neighborhood and the people come to someone come up to him and said, a resident came in and said, no one ever comes here. Thank you for coming. I just thought that was really uh, a great story. There's Indicative some, of what the army does. There's there's so many different stories like that, and we can't obviously we can't cover them all, but uh, that that was a, a great example of some very very uh, practical, um, you know, ministry that the army did and continues to do because as we're recording uh, the COVID. Uh, epidemic is still with us. I guess one last feature I think we should give note to uh, that we we start with June, July, August. I think we'll run another one in, uh, in the September issue are the testimonies of the new lieutenants that have been commissioned uh, from the Salvation Army training colleges throughout the country. I really uh, like this one with uh, Lieutenant uh, Samantha Haskell, and she shares her testimony, a very, very interesting way that she met the Lord and how she met the Salvation Army and how God has graced her with a divine call and the opportunity to be trained as an officer and and uh, go, go to work. Uh, so, Jeff, thanks for continuing to uh, support the work of our training colleges, our four training colleges across the, the nation, and uh, how... Uh, important uh, it is that we have people that are coming after, coming up after you and I to be able to carry on this work. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, there's some great stories. Their testimonies are really good. And she talks about becoming an officer and how, you know, she couldn't think at the beginning that she could do the work. And there, there she is, you know, acting 
in that capacity as an officer and all the officers do. Well, we hope you enjoy the August issue of The War Cry and know that our staff has poured a lot of hard work into it, a lot of prayer, and we hope that you'll find it uh, an enjoyable read and something that you'll pass on uh, to other folks. Well, that's going to end this episode of the Fight for Good podcast. Be sure to subscribe to Fight for Good for wherever you listen to your podcasts out there. We're all over the place. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Cricket, something else, Elizabeth. I don't know. There's all kinds of new (laughs) platforms that pop up every day, and you're always putting us out there. So thank you for downloading and spread the word. We've got some great podcasts and some great interviews scheduled coming up. And so we hope you'll you'll pay attention and and uh, just keep supporting our podcasts. Don't forget to follow The War Cry and Peer Magazine on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, this has been the Fight for Good podcast. Bye for now. Subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts.